Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Welcome everybody to uh, Two Guys in a Mic. This is our post uh, game week one uh, episode of, of the show. As you can tell, I'm a little bit frustrated, agitated, and probably not even as flowy as I might be, mostly because I'm frustrated, agitated. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, Ron Pierce. And I'm your other exasperated host, Big Sean. Um, this is going to be a very exasperated, frustrated edition of Two Guys in a Mic. Um we're just trying to get this show over with because we both are thoroughly disgusted right now. And, you know, but we promise always to give you content, you know, during football season, no matter what, you know, even we don't feel like doing this right now, but it is what it is. It's just game one. Try not to overreact, but it's, it's, uh, it was one of the most frustrating losses, uh, you know, that we've had to go through, especially with, with everything that, that's, you know, entailed. So let's go ahead and get into it. I don't even remember what the final score was. What was the full, the 33 to 29? That's how mad I, I was. Even, I don't even care. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I know is, uh, first of all, let me, before I get into my full uh, levels of grumpiness. I don't want to be, I don't want to have anyone misconstruing what my background is about. My background is, is not about Baker Mayfield. My background is about what Baker Mayfield is showing because that's how I feel. I feel like I'm, Baker Mayfield looks like he's, as, as Sean just said, exasperated. He looks like he's just spent and almost like, man, I, I can't believe that we just lost this game again. I right. feel the exact same way in this moment. I'm I'm emotionally spent. I do not feel like we were the worst team on the field today. Um, I do not feel like we should have lost the game today, but we did. And it's hard. It's a hard pill. It's a, it's a bitter pill. Especially uh, the way it all went down, man, because everything was going smooth. And then just like all of a sudden, it just went down south. It just snowballed out of control. And once that train got off the tracks, we couldn't get back on track, man. That was so, that's that's the crazy part about it. I mean, it just it just turned so fast. I thoroughly agree. So, but let's let's just get into the game. And Sean and I both just said neither one of us have notes in front of us. This is just off the cuff frustration. This is off the cuff agitation. So we'll we'll, we'll get into the start again. Uh, let's be clear. We talked about this the other day, uh, how you know the Browns in the past have spent an entire offseason went away and came back like everything's supposed to be different. And their first drive was one of the worst drives that they had even 
if you base it off of what the past year gave us. That was not the case today. These guys came out today, put together an 11-12 play drive. That was one of the best looking drives that you ever saw. They got first down on the first down. They got even on the second, you know, say, say they ran the ball, they got three or four yards. Then they would just turn around and get the, the third down on, on get the whole seven yards on the next play. Like it looked like they really worked on what they were gonna do for this game. No matter what Kevin Stefanski said, these guys looked like they prepared for this game. And that's a plus. That's actually a plus. This is not a, a takeaway. This is a plus. Kevin Stefanski, as 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 uh much grief. Uh, as I give Kevin, and I'm gonna give him some more grief by the end of the show. By the way, just just saying. As much grief as I give him, these guys were prepared for uh, today's game to start the game. Sean, tell me what you think about that uh, specifically. Can you hear me, Sean? No, what'd you say? No, I just said. Tell me what you think about that. Specific. Oh, as far as them, as far as them being uh, uh prepared, my prepared bad. Now I'm sitting here like watching the Rams like Bears game too. Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that um we were like a well-oiled machine, man. Everything was running smoothly. Uh, we were in sync. Um, like I said, we looked well coached. Like I said during the preseason too, we looked like a well coached um machine. Even like when the backups was coming in during preseason. Everything was still in sync. So I said, okay, we got things. Um, and then we're in the right direction, got things going. So when the game started, man, we're going right down the field. You know, Casey gets the ball back. They move the ball, but we hold them. Then we go right back down the field and score again. Um, Stefanski's being aggressive, you know, on fourth downs and they're going for a two-point conversion right. and right. stuff like that. So I said, okay. Now, I knew Casey was going, you know, make their run, you know. But I was like, okay, you know, we – um, you know, we handling the hostile environments. I thought maybe they, you know, when you haven't played in front of a crowd in over a year, and then you go first game is in Kansas City, which is one of the loudest stadiums in, um, in sports, period. I said, okay, they might have a few problems, but they came in confident. Uh, remember what I said, we couldn't be intimidated by them, you know, them or the crowd. And we came in and, and punched them in the mouth early, man. So um, to start off, man, I was very confident about how this game was going to turn out. But, you know. Shit happens, man. Okay. So I just wanted to be sure that I wasn't, uh, out of the two of us, that I wasn't the uh, the only one that felt like. It looked like, honestly, it looked like these guys had had a meeting with seven about what needed to be done in this game. And they legitimately looked awesome coming out the box. I, I Listen, I was talking a bunch of stuff. I was just telling people, yo, man, these ain't the same Browns. We different. We're different, right? Um, and I and I did. I felt I felt pretty good. I think based on what I saw Baker do. Excuse me one second while I mute my phone. Um, what I saw Baker do today. Uh, I saw, I saw, and, and before I before I make any statement about that, I saw a poll. I watched. I, I was very methodical about which show I was going to watch. 
today? What which pregame show? Which Browns pregame show? I'm gonna watch and I watched uh the tailgate nineteen, you know, WIL here locally mm-hmm. for, for the folks that don't that may watch this and not be Local, it's our local CBS affiliate, and they said something, and or they had a poll that left me kind of like. Again, this is another reason why I don't have a call-in show, because I don't know how long I would last with a call-in show. So they were asking <laughs> the, the, the question. The question was, which person or entity or whatever is has the most to prove going into this season. One of them was Odell Beckham. One of them was Baker Mayfield and the other one was Joe Woods. And I'm and, and listen, Baker had the most votes in that poll. And I was thinking to myself, why is OBJ even on this poll, first of all? You don't have nothing to prove to folks at all. OBJ is OBJ. Like he don't get himself the ball. He don't have nothing right. to people. Uh, the, 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 the second thing was, why is Baker Mayfield on this list? I, I would have put Baker on this list last season. I wouldn't have put him on this list this season. I don't think Baker has anything to prove to us anymore. I think Baker is Baker at this point. And he's only going to have a higher sale based on how he, how he performed. Uh, going into the season, but the Joe Woods one was the most, I was like, yeah, that's the one that should be getting the most votes. So the fact that people don't recognize that the reason that we lost to Kansas City last year and the reason that we lost today is Joe Woods. Joe Woods and his scheme could be an issue. Now, I understand Joe Joe doesn't know these guys so well. So I'm only going to give him another pass for about another two or three weeks. He doesn't know these guys as well. I know he don't have the whole setup, but, bro, you got a lot of people. And they were playing the best team in the AFC. So it's I'm not trying to – I'm not going to kill this guy today. I'm not going to do it. I'm frustrated, but I'm not going to kill this guy yeah, no other reason why I'm not going to kill him is because nobody really stops Kansas City all like that. And that's, and that's what I'm um, saying. That's what I'm you know saying. what I'm saying? So they, yeah. they're going to score. Um, so the and they got lucky, you know, all oh, the championship got teams need a little bit of luck. Um, you know, one of our keys to the game was getting pressure on Mahomes, and we, we actually did. We that didn't lie the way I wanted it. Yeah, right. I mean, it was like part of the problem was like they were over pursuing on the ends, on the edges, True. you know, and Mahomes is, you know, he's mobile enough where he was just skirting through, you know, and making plays. Yeah, if he was another guy, if Mahomes was another guy, we would have had at least two more sacks than what we actually had. I agree. Right, exactly. Right. They were over pursuing, you know, so um, for the most part, the way that they schemed it up, you know, was working. Um, you know, we might as well go ahead and get into this now to, you know, kind of what just turned the tide, you know, was that fumble. Um, yeah, and, and, and this, hurt. Huh? I said the fumble hurt. 
Yeah, and just and just to give like some some backdrop, you know, Browns were up twenty two to ten at halftime. Um, I think Casey got the ball first, and I want to say they went down and scored a touchdown. Right down the score. Yep, and right we, we were on the verge of uh, we got the ball back and we were punishing them, running the ball, stuffing the ball right down their throat. We were really on the verge of demoralizing KC. I mean, Chubb was in a the zone. They couldn't stop him like three straight runs. Boom, 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 boom. Next, you know, fumble. You know, and then after that. Yeah, now we got the ball back and went back down and scored again. You know, but it gave KC that momentum. Here. Like they had, yeah. they had a feeling. Yeah, yeah. They, they, it gave them that confidence and let them back in the game like that. Um, and then you had the situation with the drop punt, and that was it. But I kind of like what the hell is that? And I'm, I'm gonna get to that. But what the hell yeah. is that? Right. Like that? in my mind, once we fumbled, I kind of knew. I wanted to stay positive, but I was like, man. You can't like when you're going up against the, the two time defending AFC champions yeah, you and you're in their home stadium, it's just certain things that, that you just can't do, especially if you're not creating turnovers on the other side. Agreed. You know, so I was like, man, this is not, you know, it's not looking good right now. You can't give them no room. You can't, you can't give, you, you don't give. Uh, Joe Montana an opportunity to kill you. Right. You don't give look. You don't give Jason Voorhees an opportunity <laughs> to kill you. You don't give Michael Myers right. the opportunity. You don't fall down when you're running away from this cat. You just keep running. But when you fall down, trust me. Oh, Michael saw you fall. So did Jason. Saw you fall, and now you fell, and they're coming, and they're, and and now they're pursuing. Right. As slow as they move, their pursuit is ridiculous. I'm going to use a, a wrestling reference. It was a match between Hulk Hogan and Bad News Brown. And <laughs> Bad News Brown had Hulk Hogan down and out. And for some reason, Bad News Brown decided to get the microphone and go into like a five-minute rant about what he was about to do and let Hogan back up off the ropes and lost the match. And that's what the Browns did. Well, That's exactly what we did. We had I, them I, down. First of all, first of all, I think that actually happened. First of all, <laughs> let's start there. <laughs> I think that actually happened. <laughs> that was an actual match. Bad News Brown had Hogan down unconscious. Had Hogan on the mat and could have beat him, but instead of pinning him, he decided to talk to the crowd. And but right. I digress. So I thoroughly agree with what Sean is saying. By the way, yeah, that's exactly why. Like when you get teams like that down. You have to kill them. This ain't the Jets. This ain't yeah. the Panthers. You yeah. know, those bad teams. Those bad teams, you can get away with doing, you know, turning the ball over a couple of times. But but not them. You can't not let them off the mat, man. These are the best teams or the, the best run teams. Uh, and not just the AFC, but some of the best run teams in the league. Like, to say that maybe the, the only one team is run better than the Chiefs right now, uh, which is uh, the Patriots. That says something. Like, there were people who were like, man, you might, like, when I was posting certain things on Facebook, there were people who were like, man, you might be over overreacting. No, I'm not. I don't, I don't miss, I've been watching the Browns for a long time. And I've been overanalyzing the Browns for a long time. So is Sean. 
So in general, we have an in-depth kind of look at things. I'm being fair tonight. It's 16 more games left in the season, plus a bye week. There will come a point where I'll probably become unhinged. We've seen it already. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It has to come at some point. Unless the Browns go 16-0 and 0 for the rest of the season, there's going to become a point. We're going to have one of those losses that we have no, no business like losing to the damn Jets or something like that. But the and we're going to go off. Yeah, right. Like something, something crazy. I'm just going to lose. Gonna lose it. Like, and, and, and Sean has been uh, very gracious. He, <laughs> he's seen me and watched me go berserk on certain shows. I'm attempting going into this show uh, and, and going into this season. I'm really surprised right now because I thought you were going to go berserk on this one. Not going totally, totally, totally berserk. I am, I, I listen. I am not happy. I, like I'm far from happy. If if happy is, if happy is where Baker's right arm is, I'm I'm here in Cleveland right now. So I'm all right. the way left of where you know because I'm I'm this way. I'm nowhere near his right. Wait, hold on, wait. I'm, yeah. I'm nowhere near his right arm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> right arm. I am like completely and totally that way. I don't have, I'm not happy at all. But I understand right. this first game of the season. <clears throat> Excuse me. What I'm upset about, I think Stefanski completely and totally schemed the first half perfectly. But I don't think that he schemed or did anything different in the second half. I won't put this whole loss on Stefanski because I think parts of the loss are on. Joe Woods and his defense. Yeah. You know what else, too? Um, one thing that I noticed that things that we weren't doing so much last year, um, it was the mental lapses. You know, uh, Rodney Harrison. Even, so Rodney though, Harrison even though that was BS, that coach should have got thrown out, too, because he put his hands on him first. You get but, out. That dude keeps to get coaching. He, he gets to keep coaching. You get kicked out. Like, you have to mentally and that's why I can't take all of this off of Stefanski. That's Stefanski, too. These guys have to understand that ain't what you need to do, man. Now, right. that coach put his hands, as we all saw, that coach put his hands on Ronnie Harrison. My thing is, you can't, and I, I'm going to take this back to, uh, I was watching the Bad Boys uh, 30 for 30 the other day, and they said, I remember that I remember during the um uh Michael Jordan's uh not the dream team thing he did. What was it? What was the thing he did when the last dance? Uh the last dance. They talked about it during the last dance too. <clears throat> they talked about when Pippen didn't play the year before he had the headaches and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I remember in this particular year when the when the uh, after they went back to back, the Pistons went back to back. They thought we just physically beat this dude up again. But this dude just, he, he took that head and went to the floor and got up and didn't look at them, didn't try to yell at them, didn't try to talk. Like mentally, he was in a different spot. And everybody on the Pistons said, man, I knew right then 
whew, it's gonna be tough. Like they knew this ain't the same guys. Like right. we, when you get to, and and why did I bring all that up? We're talking about two championship teams, first of all, the Pistons and the Bulls. There are two championship teams. Why did I bring that up? Because if we, the Browns, want to be a championship team, we have to get championship medal because these guys are coming for us. Exactly. They don't want to lose to us because all they've heard all year, and I just talked about it the other day on the show, all they've heard all year is how we're better. But then we show up and do the most Browns things ever. Exactly. Count it. Because Not now, it. yeah, because because now you got put off the game, and now we got to put that bomb NJ Stewart back there at safety. We have yep. no business being a starting safety. Yeah. Plus, because Dale Pitts hurt, and among yep. other things. So that so you put your team in a bad position off rip. Uh, and yep. also, you know, Miles Garrett and them jumping off sides. Stop, especially like like we would. You know, um, get a tackle for loss. It's second and fifteen. Now you jump offside. You give them the five yards right back, like on the very next play. You know, why you jumping offside? Like you haven't had a sack all game, bro. I don't think you jumping offside is gonna get you a sack. This dude is 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 uh, legitimately uh, Mahomes. This dude is is a magician. So even when you get to him, it's not like, oh, I just got to him and he's just going to go down. He's probably going to find a weird angle to throw the ball from and make a 14-yard connection. So it's winning a championship is about this. And we don't understand that because we ain't won more than 11 games in 20 years. So we talk about winning a championship. We haven't even won games enough to think that we should win a championship, to be honest. Just being honest. Yeah. Like we haven't won them the correct <clears throat> So we have to put ourselves in a position as a team to mentally think like a champion. And I agree uh, with where you were going with your, with your last point. We uh, those guys know how to win games. So they're already in that position. Like being down ain't nothing to them. Being right. down ain't, ain't shit to them. Being down, they're like, yeah, okay. But it takes another champion like a Tom Brady to keep them down. That's not a knock on the Browns. I'm just saying it takes another guy with yeah. the medal to be able to do it. I've already done it. So we have to, and this is on Stefanski, you, you you did a great job in the first half. Now you got to figure out how to finish. Now you got to learn how to finish games. Can't give these guys opportunities. Yeah. Even with that turnover, we still had opportunities to come back and do different stuff, and we didn't. And then you got a bad drop, too. You know, Swartz dropped that third down pass. It was a good play by the defense, but you still got to bring that down. It's a bunch of stuff that we did that didn't work, that should have worked, and that we had to eat and and move forward. Guess what? We also didn't have OBJ, but had we won this game, would we care that OBJ wasn't there? No, we wouldn't. No, not at all. Do we care about the drops? No, we wouldn't. So what I'm saying is I I can't give that the pass 
we lost this game because we lost this game. And I don't think that we planned for the full game. If you plan <clears throat> for OBJ to be there this game, uh, Kevin Stefanski, that's your fault. That's your fault. Why would you plan for a guy who's not capable of being in the game or hadn't been in the game in eight months or, or more? Yeah. Actually, more than that. It was and, about right. And on this loss, I don't um, – like you said, you weren't going to point any fingers. I don't point any fingers either. This is a no. This was just a team loss. You can't no, turn the ball over that many times and expect to be the team like the Chiefs. That's just it's plain, plain and simple. That's football one-on-one. You know, can't turn the ball over, can't have too many penalties. And we didn't have a, a plethora of penalties. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't crazy. And, but 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 you still just can't do little things. It's like it's always the small details that can win or lose you a football game. And we did some other boneheaded <laughs> stuff, too, and got away with it. Like Donovan Peoples Jones trying to snatch the ball down there on that punt return on the goal line. Like, like, man, what, like, are like what are you doing? I'm glad you brought that up, Sean. I'm so glad you, you know. brought that up. Because, you know, while they did touch the ball first, but what are you doing? What are you doing? What, where does right. that benefit the team? Like, where does that put us? It's that Michigan education. That's what it was. You know, he reverted back to his old ways being at Michigan. Man. <laughs> 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 being dumb well we gotta but but those are things that we have to that's that we gotta clean up i mean stefanski like Boom. during this week of preparation like it should be all about details paying attention to minor details and not doing stupid shit period other than that the execution offensively was fine the play calling i didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of, you know i didn't have a lot of issues with how the how the game was called especially yeah Especially early, like they what they did early, what I saw early, how I saw them methodically moving the ball and doing this, doing it. I was like this, like even to start the second half, you starting off running the ball, trying to do ball control, you know. Then you had the turnover, and then we, and then we saw which yeah. is not the Chubbs thing, but even with the even with the fumble, we were still in the game, we still had opportunities. And then I think as the pressure, my, 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 if I have a critique, I won't say I won't say a complaint, but if I have a critique, my one of my critiques is as the pressure got heavier and heavier in this game, I felt like Stefanski didn't know what to do. Like the, you, you watch the play cards and you're like, why are you running that? Or why is that what we're doing? Or why does it look like that they can't hear it? And then nobody, like he didn't call timeouts at certain points. And I'm again, mm-hmm. I'm not coming down on him. And I'm glad this was week one because maybe because there's film, you can go back and say to yourself, oh man, I can't do that again. I did see where he has grown. But in the heat, when the heat was the hottest, I can't say that and being even clearer, I can't even say the, the offensive line, Baker, these guys uh, did everything that they could have done to make sure that we were going to win that game. And that was the important part, not just going up 22 to 3 at that time, but every time you score, make sure you score. Like, put this thing down their throats 
and don't ever feel comfortable. But I don't know that that's that was his philosophy going into this game. Maybe it will become his philosophy going forward because we've lost to this team in close fashion. We've been right there in close fashion in two games straight. So we're not that far off. So as agitated as I may be, I do understand, you know, the proximity of well, football. And, yeah, football. And, and, and I'm talking about one. And I definitely think that we can play with anybody in the NFL. I don't think that's even the issue. I think, that's what I'm I, think, I, think, I think we can go in any stadium in the league and win a football but game. Can we beat or can we beat anybody is the question. I think yeah. Kansas City can beat anybody in the NFL. I don't know that the Browns can. And that's, I think we can too. And I that's, think we can and now 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 whether they do it or not is a different story. You know, huh? I definitely think we can. I said I definitely think we can, and whether or not they will is a different story. Um, well, I don't, I'm gonna I tell don't, you I something else that this game did for me. Um, I've gotten kind of soft over the years in my hatred. I can tell other teams. I've always hated Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. That that's been unwavering. But I've been kind of soft, you know, with with my hatred as far as the rest of the league. But now, after the day, I, I'm officially back to hating the whole rest of the NFL. I hate everybody. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching this game right now, and I'm like, man, they damn the Rams. And it was like, damn everybody right now. You know, try to see other people celebrate their little victories and all of that. Screw everybody. I'm bitter and, and, and being still, petty. I'm talking about week one. But, and, 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 and here's, the, here's the thing, folks. One of the things that I've wanted to do, one of the reasons that I wanted to do this show is because of what Sean just said. Sean actually was the most uh, agitated of the two of us when we would just call and talk to each other. Like after a game like this, I would call Sean and I couldn't I couldn't reach Sean for about, you know, till Thursday. He wouldn't just talk to me. He wouldn't talk to nobody. Like he was, nope, we lost and it went the way I thought it was going to go. So F y'all and that's it. And he wouldn't talk. Like I called Sean right after the game. Because to me, I'm like, man, I need to rent and I need to let this go. And Sean would be like, nope. No, I ain't want to talk about it because I was that disgusted and that bad. Now I'm at a different point mentally, period. Not just with the Browns, just in life, period. My mentality about a lot of things is different. <laughs> I'm still mad. I still you get disappointed. You do have to be at a different spot, period. Not just about the Browns. You do right. literally, like Sean just said, you got to be in a different spot. Like, okay, I'm not going to allow the Browns to take me all the way down. Not yeah, because at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a football game. It's, it's sports, you know, and I was letting it affect me. And like, I'm just angry. And I was like, you man, man, why are you mad for four days over game? I ain't thinking about you. Those fools making millions of dollars. And you sitting sure. here. Getting the pain, they're mad at you. Man. They, they you think, know. but listen, then you end up with guys like Lindor who give you the thumbs down, mad because you mad. We play like we play like shit, but I'm mad because you mad. So I'm right. here, thumbs down. Nah, like, but I, I remember trying to call Sean before we ever had a podcast, 
Same situation. Like, I, I couldn't get him on the phone. And I called him the next day, thinking to myself, oh, yeah, okay, he, he probably, t- you know, sick of this today. I called him the next day, nope, ain't no shine. Can't get him on the phone. Can't get him on the phone. Yeah, it would take and, me at least three, it would take me three to four days to get over those losses. But yeah. it's, I, I think it's fair, though. While I'm picking with Sean, I think it's fair. Because when, when Sean texted me today, told me, man, I'll be ready in about 20 minutes. I text him and say, all right, give me 30. I got some stuff going on over there. Give me 30. He was like, all right, bet. Then I, when I saw I was going to go a little longer than 30, I, I called like, yo, I'm just trying to get these, you know, these chicken wings together. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, I was getting honest. Sean bust out laughing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this dude, he must, he he's getting ready to go berserk because he ain't even right. He's displaying right. his anger. Right. I I was just like, hey man, I gotta feed my family. So I'm gonna put these wings on before I do this show because if I leave the wings on while I do the show, they're gonna get burned. Blah, 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 blah. I was really thinking like a husband, a father, I just wanna make sure my family is good. And the Browns don't care that I spent my entire day potentially drinking or potentially trying to make sure my family is good. The Browns don't realize how much they ruin people's days. <laughs> this is where I'm going with this whole spot. They yeah, man, like I said, you know what? Like I said before, it wasn't that we lost. It was just the way they did it. It was like it brought up just ghost of Browns past. A lot you just of do the most. Yeah, we just do the most insane stuff to, to lose a dog on a football game. I mean, I thought we were over that. I thought we were past Gillen, that. Like Gillen dropping that, that punt uh, when, when they hiked that ball to him and hit him in both hands and he dropped that shit. They weren't even rushing him like that. They weren't even, they didn't even have a block protection on him at all. Uh, I, I mean, he dropped that boy at the 15. So you're going to get Mahomes and Andy Reid. The ball at the 15 yard line. And on top of that, they didn't even tackle him right away. I was like, dude, you could have just like punched kicked it. kicked it. Right. Some at least got it, got it 20 yards, 25 yards downfield. Anything. What, what did we used to do back in the day, dog, when it was a punt? Nigga, we used to throw it. Right. <laughs> just throw it. Like, get it out your hand, bro. Like, do something. Right. Saying because it ain't a pickup game, but bro, oh, gone like this dude just tried to tuck it like he was gonna run it. Nobody's even trying to tackle you yet, just kick this thing. But no, yeah, kick it, let it roll, and, and let the chips fall they may. And bro, but you can't get on fools the ball on the 15 yard line, you yeah. know. Then they went right, was like two plays, and they right back two in the end, two plays, touchdown, and now they right behind us. You know, and then it felt like from that point on, we played with a tennis ball in our ass. Like the entire time, we just felt this pressure. Like, yeah. I don't know. We, and and that, then I don't know what, go ahead. No, no, I just I just feel like that was a problem for the rest of the game. We can't play like yeah, that. Yeah, and now I'll tell you where Stefanski didn't adjust um, late in the game is when they moved Chris Jones to the outside. And they didn't give uh, Hubbard or the other uh, console any help 
and he was killing them on both sides. Man, he killed. Oh, he, was, he was coming in untouched. He went outside. He yeah. destroyed Chris Hunter. Mm-hmm. He destroyed. And they didn't bring him any protection, help, you know, tight end to chip him or anything. And that pretty much lost us the game. And they blame him, you know, Baker for that interception. But he was just trying not to take a sack and make a play or throw it out of bounds. Um, but that pass rush came in so fast. They made. I mean, you got to give the Chiefs credit. They made up the. That's what championship teams do. They 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 made them play to close the game out. Yeah, they made them play to close the game out. So, and it's not their. You know, it, that's what they do, and that's what makes them uh, the Lamar uh, uh, Hunt Trophy winners for the last two years. You don't win the AFC without being capable of beating this team. So we have to, A, we got to get out of our division, but we also got to get out, get out of our conference. Get out of our own way. Or get out of our own way. That's all we got to do. If we're going to get out of this conference, we got to go back through this squad, period. Yeah. Are we going to see them again? Like somebody no, was asking me, they was like, man, you know, why we got to play Kansas City game one? You know, that's a tough team. I was like, look, the Browns got just as much talent as anybody in the NFL. It's time for us to stop being scared of the other team and teams to start being scared of us about what we can bring to the table. That's the mentality we have to have. Like, we, we've been beat up for so long. Everybody's like, the Browns don't have a chance against the Chiefs. It's tough. I was like, man, screw the Chiefs. We got just as much talent as they do. Now, the X factor is we don't have Mahomes, and this is no diss against Baker. You know, Mahomes is just a special type of yeah. quarterback, and I hate him now. I, I, I'm a, Mahomes is officially on my shit list. I almost turned the, the TV off today because that damn State Farm commercial came on. I don't want to see I, any more Patrick Mahomes right about now. Can I, can, I, can I be honest with you, bro? I did turn the game on. I turned it off. I figured you uh, did. You texted me. You texted me. And the game wasn't even over yet. Talking about what time we doing the show. I was like, oh, this fool and uh that's why I didn't exactly text you back think. right away. I was like this fool didn't gave up on the game. That's when I checked so, out. I was like, I was like, you know what? <laughs> We're not winning this game. I, I just knew it. I said, We not oh, winning man. this And it, it's not an indictment on the on the team. It's I've seen enough of this. I've seen enough. And not just I've seen enough of the game itself. I've seen enough games in general. I don't, I don't have any more room to try to include some bullshit. Like, oh, right. just happened to figure out how to win this game. No, nah, I've watched this game, the whole game, and I ain't seen Kevin Stefanski do this. I haven't seen the team itself do this. Um. So I just kind of gave up and we did, you know, come up with a stop or so. We got the ball back and I turned the TV back on and we were going down the field and I was like, okay, here's our opportunity. And, you know, they ended up, you know, not, still not doing what I thought they were going to do. There's certain things that the Browns can do offensively that are always kind of be open. Um, we running those screen passes um, to like to hunt or chub. Those are picking up big yards. I know our tight ends were being very effective. Now, what I did notice that without OBJ out there again, the outside receiver, you know, our speed on the outside is not there. 
uh, besides Schwartz, which I thought was a good coach move. So I'm shocked they put him in the in the game like that, gave him that much time. But we don't have I'll any speed what, on the outside. Here's here's something that people probably missed. That deep pass that he caught for like 40, 40 something yards. It have been a touchdown. Had he actually caught the ball? That's a touchdown. Like you yeah. just said. That's a tug. But he didn't catch it. He bobbled it and kind of failed because he was trying to get himself together. And I think it, you know, he had he just caught it in stride. That's a touchdown. So again, it changes the game. But that's what you lose when you don't have uh, a guy that's used to being in the league catching passes from a hard throwing. I tell you another. I tell you another spot where we should have scored a touchdown. Baker threw. You know, you this is my favorite analogy on the planet when it comes to a quarterback. Baker threw uh, this ball like he was throwing at a beehive. When he should have just lobbed it up, he threw this pass to Njoku. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was nobody behind him, so just throw it up, like kind of lob it behind him so he can run under it and catch it. That could have been a touchdown as well. Again, I'm never, I'm not about to jump on no Baker bashing uh, uh, situation. I'm not bashing Baker. I'm just talking about the things and the plays that could have changed. I'm not even bashing uh, 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 Stefanski, surprisingly. Because I, I generally will. I'm not saying that it ain't. You're just saying it's little things that, that make the difference in the ball game. That's all. And that's, that and that's fair. How the game is, is played, even on the defensive side. So we lost. We, we First of all, let's be honest. We just flat out lost today. Uh, I don't like it. Sean doesn't like it. But now we have to move forward and get ready for the Texans. Um, and we have to eat this freaking loss that to us, to us, not just to me, but to us, that we should not be enduring. We should have – I felt like we should have won the game in the playoffs. That was a probably a bigger stretch. But today, this ain't no stretch. We should have no, won the game. No stretch at all. And for those that may not know, the Browns haven't won an opener since 2004. Right. And we've only won one opener in the last 22 years. So we're always starting off the season like on this negative note. We talked about that on our last show that for once, let's get off to some good momentum. Because you had, if you would have won this game, you got a winnable Houston game. You got a winnable Chicago game like right after that. You know, and, and now and this being a conference game at that, yeah, you know, this is going to come into play. Hopefully, you know, if we're in the playoff run later on in the season, this is going to come into play. Like these right. games, people, people like it's only one loss, and it is only one loss. But, people but in conference, you, you want that home field advantage. You don't want people to go have to go back to KC in an AFC championship game or in a divisional playoff game. You don't want you want them to have to come here and deal with us and deal with the cold. You know, you don't want to have to fool with them. So that's where. It's really exaggerating too, because it was right there, man. It was right there. People don't and see the big picture. I mean, think yeah. about the big picture. Everybody think about this big picture. The the Steelers lost in the most embarrassing fashion ever in the playoffs last year. What did they do today? They sucked it up and somehow won that game against Buffalo. They had no business winning that football game. They had no business winning that game. And figured out a way to win. So 
what am I saying? Or what is Sean saying? At the end of the day, it's a bigger picture. We're, we're not, yeah, maybe we're kind of hard asses, et cetera, et cetera. But a part of us being hard asses is us understanding that there's way more football to be played. Not just, oh, we, we're in week one. We're talking about playoffs, positioning, seating, et cetera, et cetera. We see a bigger picture. We got 16 more games to go. So you know what happens when you lose a game? You can't, you, can't, you don't want to start off on a, on a bad foot. And that's the first thing Sean actually just said. The first thing Sean said. I, I You know, yeah, it's the first week, but who wants to lose the first week? Nobody. Now, you have to try to win the next 15, oh, I'm sorry, 16 games. Whether it's at home or not. And this is where I put this on Stefanski. The game ain't played in halves. Or excuse me, the game doesn't end at the half. The game is played in halves, but the game doesn't end at the half. You have to keep pushing that ball. There was a there was a couple of second downs that I thought we should have ran the ball just to get half of what we needed. But he decided he wanted to pitch it and we didn't get it and then you know it was a three and out and then they went back there what did I say what was one of my keys of the game it was ball control they did that in the first half they did not do that in the second half part of that was the difference in the game I'm not saying I'm no uh, damn guru but I've watched enough football I watched listen and I've damn sure watched enough bad football to know certain parts of how games are, are uh, played or how they should be played. You know, we've watched enough bad football that we said to ourselves like, damn, why are we doing that? Shouldn't we right. do this now? And that's all I was saying in my keys to the game was you ride the, the wave. Hunt was running harder than I've seen Hunt running a long time just utilize that. Let that man run. Put yourself in a position to win. These are the reasons why I blame Stefanski. Not because Kevin Stefanski did something so egregious today. But it's, it's small stuff today that will probably build to bigger stuff as we as we go forward. But uh, <laughs> much to the chagrin of the folks that thought that they would see uh, a show of me Flipping my table over. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, 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 we ain't got, got to that point yet. Now, if we lose next week, we may see that. You, you may see it from me. If we lose next week, I'm going to lose it. Like, seriously. Like, we, it, it's no more time for these games. I have no time for shenanigans right now. I really don't. I really, I really don't. Like, I'm 47. I need my Super Bowl. Hey, I mean, and, and the window, like, like people think that stuff like what the, what the Patriots did and what the Chief, you know, they think it's normal for you just to win every season. And that's not normal. That's not it's most teams don't did it. Like you have a very small window to win a championship. Especially in football. That's that's not regular. Like, yeah, maybe that happens in basketball, but not in football. Football has the football has the shallowest window of any professional sport. It's so shallow. 
we're talking about 16 weeks. Like literally by week four, there are teams that are out of the freaking hunt. Like you're done. Exactly. Like you're done. I don't care that you're one and three. I don't care that you're three and two. And we look at your schedule and be like, man, them niggas ain't winning the game going forward. Right. Like that's how different when we talk about the leagues. I remember when uh dumbass Kendrick Perkins was saying it's harder to win an NBA championship than it is to win a Super Bowl. Uh if I if I if I thought this dude was smart, I knew he was dumb as shit when he said that. Because well, he works for ESPN, so he's definitely and he works, yeah, it's it's all a sound bite for this dude. Yeah. So, so like when you, you there's no way that you can play, first of all, you might not even make the playoffs because we're talking about 16 games. You have to position yourself. In 16 games, now 17, to just to get in the playoffs, just to be a team that can buy for a title. But the basketball teams have 82 games to figure this out. And now they've expanded it to a 10-team gauntlet that allows, you know, Probably two or three teams that were just basic as hell. Uh, an opportunity to get into the playoffs and, and fight for, you know, that last, that eighth, uh, that eighth spot. Now, let me be clear. I'm not against that. I think that's actually pretty cool. It gives more teams opportunity to get in. But what I'm saying is, and based on what Kendrick Perkins was talking about, we're still only talking about the eight teams. But each eight teams have, once they get into the playoffs, seven games. Used to be, back in the day, and Sean will attest to this for you folks that don't know, the first round, actually, until you got to the finals, it used to be five rounds back in the day. No, yeah, like the first round was five, then it was seven after that. Well, it was five. And, five. and really, if, if you want to go back even further day, back. AJ, you, you was five all the way to the to the. Uh, I was about to say the AFC championship. <laughs> uh, to the conference championship. And if you want to even go back even before then, it used to be the first round was three games. Which is why uh, they caught which is why uh Moses Malone said FIFA, FIFA four. Cause <laughs> he oh, was oh, talking oh. about how many games they had to win to get there. Hey, your sound just went out. Ron, you muted, you muted yourself. Um, yeah, you muted. Okay, there you go. Now you have a best of seven. Listen, a best of five is tough in the first round. That's tough. Ask Gary Payton, ask Sean Kemp, a 60-win team that lost to the uh, Nuggets in a best of five. They might have won Game Six. Yeah, that's why. They, that's one reason why they changed the they changed the rule to try to make sure that those top seeds get through. Because most likely in a seven game series, normally the better team is going to come out on top. But but listen, I think the better team did come out on top. Oh, but the, the league, that's, that's the a league. whole that's a whole different a whole different. That's but that Denver team is not that good. They had like Brian Smith and, and 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 Lafonso Ellis and those bums. They they weren't the better team. They just got lucky. I don't know that they got lucky. I mean, you you have to beat a 
win team three times, bro. Well, I won't but say it's like a short series. It's Seattle you, you probably gotta, took them. And that's what I was trying to tell Cass about Mike when they would say, oh, Mike, Mike didn't get out the first round before Scotty Pippen. Well, Mike had a bunch of five round uh, uh, best of five series. First of all, that it's not the same. LeBron never had a best of five. Man, I don't even argue that that, that point with people no more, man. For one thing. For one thing, and not to go off on a whole tangent, but real quick, for one thing, we need to kind of change the narrative where we compare guys in the same era. You can't, it's an era thing. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sean. You Thank know what you. I'm saying? Because stuff, stuff, the rules are different. Thank you, Sean. Players are different. And it's not fair. And that's one thing where I respect Jordan. Jordan would never say, he never said, like, he never said, I'm the best player ever. He's like, nope. that's not fair to the guys that came before me. Not fair to the guys that come after me. He ain't like LeBron. LeBron is like, yeah, I'm the best. Which I mean, it's fine to say that. Like, but, say whatever you want to say. But yeah, but at least Michael. I, agree. I yeah, agree Mike respects the game. He was like, man, you have to compare errors. So I'm done. Because, so, so I'm done arguing with people with the you know the whole Michael LeBron thing. And I, and I don't argue with nobody about that. I don't argue with nobody about that. But I was saying on that to say. You know, you eventually get to a spot where the playoffs are the playoffs, and you got to figure out a way to get through the playoffs. The NFL playoffs are the hardest playoffs to get through. Because in general, when you talk about parity or you talk about who's better, who's worse, I think the NFL does it better. You only got one shot. That's it. You got one opportunity to get there. That's it. Ain't no, ain't no uh, game threes where okay, now I'm on the road and uh, man, we got to get readjust them. Yeah, that stuff. like yeah. no, nah, ain't no readjusting. Nah, it's today. It's today. And if we lose today, we lost. That's it. So to me, the NFL has the best uh, situation, the best playoff situation. But when I look long term. A part of where my frustrations come from with the Browns have to do with that frustration of uh, of the playoffs. Like as we go forward, we have to learn how to win these games. And it's not going to get easier playing like the, the Texans. No, it's not. That's that's a clap, and we'll talk about that. You know, on our midweek show when we go, you know, we do our preview, but. You know, this one thing I've learned, and I try to tell people this too. People be like, oh, we just playing so and so. Oh, we just playing so and so. That should be an easy win. No. One thing I've learned, my grandfather used to tell me this back in the day. And he was like, man, like those are professional athletes on the other side of the ball, too. They get paid like those other guys get paid. Those guys are the top. Yeah, those guys are at the top of their profession. Like the Browns, so you just can't walk into a game and think, "Hey, we're just gonna win this game just because we're better." Yeah, you may have better overall talent, but those are still professional athletes. So when we go yeah. to play Houston next week, and Houston just had a big win today. Granted, against the Jets, but so what? Um, no one against the Jets. I forgot who they beat. They beat up um, Tennessee or somebody like that. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. You just can't walk into that game. Because you're not going to be the narrative all week. 
oh, we got the text and we going to just chalk this one up as yeah. winners. Like, no, you cannot. Absolutely. No, you cannot. You got to take every game. Yep. If it's your last game, you need this game to get into the playoffs. I Seriously. absolutely agree. I thoroughly agree. And coming off this loss, the way that we play next week, um, just like last season, when you're coming off a bad loss, how do you come back from it? What's your mentality the next game? Are you fixing those mistakes that you had last week? Are you better prepared mentally? That's um, I forgot which, which baseball player said this, but he said um, – 10% of the game is 90% mental. Oh, that was, uh, that was, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, was it Ty Cobb? No, the catcher. He was a catcher for the Yankees. What's my man? Uh, back in the day. What's, what's, Munson, what was his name? How the hell do I not? I can't believe that I'm drawing a blank on my man's name. Uh, and I can see him because he did commercials and everything. Uh, you 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 killing me right now, and I can't believe that I can't figure this out on my own. But I'm about to figure it out. Hold on, I just lost you too. I lost your visual. No, I did it on purpose. Okay, but um, but yeah, ten percent of the game is ninety percent mental. That you know, that's where you win and lose a lot of your ball games. It's just for the mental aspect of the game, and the Browns failed in that aspect today. Big time. So I want to see how they come back. I want to see a clean game next week. And I don't want to get off on that tangent because we got to talk about that um, on our midweek show, man. So um, real quick, man, because I'm kind of tired of talking about the Browns right now. Um, the Ohio State game, real quick. Um, Ryan Day. You have to do whatever you need to do to get this defense together, my man. Like, the way that they're playing right now is um, completely and totally unacceptable for a so-called championship-level college football team. Um, a lot of people thought that we were going to run the table Oh, yo, and, still may think, and still may think we're going to run the table the rest of the season, but not playing defense like that. You know, we easily get two or three more losses. Um, huh? I said Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra was the one who said that. Oh, you had you that's what you was doing. You was looking up to see who said that quote. Okay. Said, man, I know who said it. It was a Yankee, but I couldn't think for whatever okay. reason I was drawing a, a complete uh a complete blank. And I was like, I said, no, I'm gonna find this because I, I gotta find that. Because I know, I know. It's just going to drive you crazy until you figure it out. It's going to drive me berserk. So, yeah, Yogi Berra said 10% of the game is 90% mental. And I think we lost a day out of, like you said, you know, mental parts of the game. Um, I was talking about Ohio State. So I'm sitting here watching Justin Fields, uh, which is apropos for – what we're talking about. I think Ryan Day. Here, here's my thing. Whoever. So Sean and I are in, in close contact with each other, as we should. We we have a podcast and we're we're always trying to uh temper and and and, and tether each other. Like it's a lot of times I'll text Sean some stuff and Sean's like, bro, relax. 
And there's a lot of times that Sean will text me and I'm like, bro, relax. <laughs> like we we temper each other. We keep each other in a in a in a you know this little bubble if we can, if we can tuck each other in. <sighs> so we did the same thing last night. Uh after the uh Ohio State game or during the Ohio State game. And I had issues. I had I had issues. Sean goes, I said, <laughs> guess who I blame for this loss? And he goes, uh, you talking about the defense? Are you talking about this and that? I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 all of them. But guess who I put this on? It's the coach. The coach. Here, And, and, and people might say I may unfairly – Andy Dalton is awful. But I can't say that Andy Dalton is awful <laughs> because he's playing against – Aaron Donald, who is incredible. No, he is awful. But he's still awful. He's awful. And that, that experiment ain't going to last long. Yeah, uh, they're they they going to end up throwing Justin Fields in there. Uh -huh. What's that? that that's going to last another six plays. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope they don't get Justin Fields killed, man, because that's, that's their offensive line is trash. That's all. I know what Matt Nagy's trying to do. I, I've said this before. I know what he's trying to do. But Ah, damn! Your 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 upfront guy is 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 the ginger guy. Man, Andy Dalton is like a shot fighter in boxing. <laughs> Come out there, he looked like he in shape, but can't pull the trigger. You, you seen those shot fighters? They, they they just can't pull the trigger when they get in the ring. Yeah, they, 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 like, they, they look. I can throw this right. punch, but I, I would rather cover my face. Yeah, like you, that's exactly what um, Andy Dalton is. Man, he is shot fighter. But uh, yeah, that's so 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 that's that's that. But you know, yesterday I was just like, I think that Ryan Day, as as bad as that defense was, and the defense was terrible. Those man-to-man -man calls, I don't. It, First of all, I don't understand why anyone on the planet, especially after the, after the Alabama game, why anybody on the planet thinks that chasing a guy faster than you across right with one emotion, chasing this guy all the way across is going to work, especially when you don't have a guy that's as fast as he is. Like, and, and all they were doing was making a def declaring a defense That's and it. making it and, and 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 pretty much waiting it to whatever side of the field they wanted to run on or pass on. That's, That's all they were doing. That's all they were doing, and they couldn't figure that out. That's also. That's I'm basic. sick of them. I'm but, sick of that shotgun run right up the middle. Like, stop it. It wasn't working. Like, get someone out. Like, switch it up. Go in the center a little bit every now and then. Do some pitch outs. Something to get our runners to more open space. You know. They, they scored three touchdowns on the exact same play. They yeah. got two. Uh, they got five first downs, including those three touchdowns, on the exact same play. Like that cornerback still didn't like wake up to say to himself, 
I can't pinch down. I gotta, I gotta slide out and like there's no instinctive. Here's the thing about and Sean and I did have this discussion yesterday. Sean, confirm this for me, please. Here's the difference with the what what the type of defense that we, we try to run. And when I say we, I'm talking about Ohio State. The type of defense that we try to run is a man-to-man defense. But in order for you to run a man-to-man defense, you got to have equitable speed and you yeah, have to you have, have equitable to IQ. Right. Like you have to know where you're supposed to be. And you got to be there. We do not have the two of those things. We do not have equitable speed and we do not have guys that have equitable football right. IQs. And you remember what I texted you yesterday? I said Ohio State does not have professional athletes on the defensive side of the ball. You know, you Man, don't yes. have you don't have a Chase Young. You don't have a Joey Bro, Nick Bosa. Uh, sir, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm just going to say this. You know, I thought about that shit all night long. I thought about that statement all night long, and I said to myself, that could be The most the, the the most important statement I've ever heard in my life. Because we all just assume that there's somebody over there that's going to leave. Because mm-hmm. that's what's happened. Right now we have a practice squad on defense. Seriously. That's an important statement. We're not I, listen, I'm not joking. I know that same hyper uh hyperbolic. But that's no, as of right now, no, none of those guys will get drafted to the league. And when Sean said that to me, my first thought was, that's the most hyperbolic statement I've ever heard. And then I thought about it and I was like, wow, there's nobody on this freaking team that's getting uh, first five round looks. Who? Who? Tell me who. We don't even last year. I don't think we had that many. I think Sean Wade went very late in the draft. Ain't no Denzel Wards. Ain't no Tommy Toby Eyes. None of these guys that went five rounds and and ahead of of that defensively, not defensively. Uh, By the way, they just showed on Sunday Night Football, which I think is trash. The Browns are 121 and 1 since we've come back to the league in opening games. 121-1. We tied a game? You remember we tied last uh, – uh, Hughes – Oh, the, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh uh, game. Hughes yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year. We tied yeah, yeah. that Pittsburgh game. Yeah. 121-1. Yeah. Another game we should have won that we blew because we oh, missed well, the well, field goals at the end of the game. I ain't about to – you know what? I'm not about to do this. It's I, almost, didn't, I didn't say that for you. you know to go back into a tunnel, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do this to go back into a tunnel. So, uh, okay. Anyway, let's move forward. The, 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 the Ohio State Buckeyes are in a bad spot, and we're probably going to win 10 games anyway. And we might get looked at for uh, a playoff uh, spot. The truth is, this team, as we saw the other day, not based on the whole season, 
But what we saw the other day, this team is not worthy of a playoff shot. I'm oh, as a matter of fact, we'll fool around, we'll lose to Penn State. Um, I'm not sure if Wisconsin's on our schedule, but we'll lose though, especially they're on the road. Well, we I mean listen, I'm just saying we ain't lost to them yet, so we may squeeze something out. Because you remember what I said on you texted me on Saturday about the game, like yo, bro. Uh, did we talk about this? <laughs> no, nah, we're not underestimating them. I think yeah, we overestimated Ohio State. I think we just overestimated Ohio State. Like, I, I seriously felt like if we were in Eugene, Oregon, I would have not, I would not have picked Ohio State to win that game. And I said that. Yeah, you I did. I said that on the show. Now, us being here, I thought we had enough to just pull out a game. Like, you know, wrap it out of your hat type thing. And I, I know my numbers. I said 45 to 14, I think. Something like because that. In my mind, I thought, ah, these, these cats will feel good there at home. And they'll just figure out some offensive stuff to do. Ryan Day, these cats could not even almost figure out a way to stop Oregon. They couldn't even almost. We've given up. Almost 500 freaking yards in Russia in two weeks. In two weeks. And that's just damn deplorable. Who do they play next week? We play like Akron or somebody. You know, listen, they're gonna get 150 yards too. Probably. I don't I don't have any faith that we're not gonna give up another 130 yards. Like, like I, I've seen nothing. All you got to do is, is move that damn middle linebacker out of the way because he's going to run across the field. And we think, oh, yeah, that, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. How long does it take? Oh, you know, real quick, see, they're interviewing Matt Stafford. The Matt Stafford, the ass kicking is about, ass kissing, excuse me, is about to officially start for the rest of this NFL season. He's going to look great in that offense. But he's going to do just enough to lose in the first round of the playoffs like he always did to get up there. Hey, listen, you can't change that's that. That's just who he is. Huh? You can't change that. You can't change that. That That's going to happen. Uh -huh. and I, I think the same thing, too. I think the exact same thing, bro. I, I really think. I'm like, man, they moved him out there. That's good. He got more weapons. Blah, 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 blah. But guess what? When the pressure gets to him, because, again, you're a playoff team now. So that means that you're going to see the best of the best. But still Matt Stafford. They, they put a stat up there that when he gets to see the best of the best, he's right. still they, they put a stat up there that said that Matt freaking Stafford. Thank they you. They said son. he passed for 4,000 yards, eight out of his 12 years. And, and those have to be 4,000 of the most meaningless yards. I was just getting ready to say in the history of the NFL. I was just getting ready to say, listen. For anybody who hasn't watched this show before, who might hear this show after the, for the first time after this show, Sean has consistently called Matt Stafford in every single solitary one of his yards the most meaningless, meaningless. yards that have ever existed in NFL history. And Jay Cutler 2.0. Him, him, him saying this right now. Because somebody might pick this up. Somebody might see this and say, why the hell would he say this about Matt Stafford? He, this is not today. 
This is a carryover. This dude is so consistent in his disdain <laughs> for, and I don't even know this, that it's this disdain. I think, he's, I think he's really just being accurate because I I don't, I, listen, if you ask me, do I want Matt Stafford or, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Hankey to play a game for me? I'm going to take Mr. Hankey. Because I don't know what Mr. Hankey's going to do. I know he's already a piece of shit. Matt Stafford might be a piece of shit, but then he plays like a piece of shit, and then we still try to make like he's not a piece of shit. So, right. so I don't have so, any disdain against Matt Stafford. I have disdain against, like, the fantasy era that we've been in now have caused people to, to inflate the value of certain players. I look at Matt Stafford. Look at his yardage, and they're saying, oh – you know, he was in Detroit. He was the defense's fault that they could never get over the hump, blah, 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 blah. Never really squarely laying the blame on him. I've seen this guy play for years like he was playing on a playground. No type of structure or nothing. It has a lot of yards on a touchdown, but it don't mean nothing. Uh, you, like Jay Cutler was like the same way. Bunch of yards. I was say, you call him Jay Cutler. You know what I call him? You know what I call him? You call him Jay Cutler. I call him Scott Mitchell 2.0. There's <laughs> another one. Like, another I, one. I, just, I just felt like, what have you done, bro? Why right. do I why do why does anyone think to themselves that this guy is Scott Mitchell was Mr. to LA is gonna change the absolute culture out there? I don't know that he's that guy. No, he's we, gonna look good. He's gonna look really, really good. The Rams are gonna win like 11, 12. But Morgan. he's not changing the culture out there. He's though, not going to change the culture, right? You're absolutely right. He's not, because LA is LA anyway, right? So now he feels validated. He don't have a reason to prove that he ain't a bum. He don't have a reason to prove that, because he feels it's like these dudes traded for me. So that shows you I'm not a bum. Now you just got to go out here and play. Now you ladies and gentlemen, twice a year. Now you gotta see, like you're not seeing Trubisky twice a year. That you and you still couldn't win a goddamn uh, 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 division, right? You, you're getting ready to see uh, David Carr. You're getting ready to see Mahomes. You know, oh, you what got saying? the wrong division. Russell Wilson. Yeah, you the That ain't no step up. I mean, that's a step up. Step up. You 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 got to be one of these guys now. Yeah, so you got to see uh, Kyler Murray, Russell yeah. Wilson, Garoppolo. Yeah, come on, man. You but you listen, different, you're in a different stratosphere now, homie. So we not listen. we're not doing this with you, ladies and gentlemen. We tend to do this from time to time. Something to pop in our heads, and we'll go off topic and go on a rant. Like why we just went on that Matt Stafford rant. Um, is beyond me. No, I know why we went on that Stafford rant because of Sean. Because Sean hates <laughs> he don't say, he will never say that, but he hates <laughs> Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford has about thirty thousand of the most useless yards <laughs> that ever existed in the history of the NFL, according according to my partner, my homie, one of my best friends on the planet Earth, Sean Davis. Yeah, he's like Dave Craig. Like Dave Craig had a ton of yards back with the Seahawks back in the day. <laughs> Ain't win nothing. That's basically what he is. 
Dave so, Craig, Steve the Bird, go get throw for three hundred some yards. I mean, they just put up a lot. The uh, Air Care, uh, what Air Coriel, they just right. put up a lot of yards. You just throw it up to catch. Yeah. You know that West Coast offense, but I digress. Um, one of these America, days, one of these shows, man, we're gonna have a, a quarterback show. We're gonna go down each team's quarterback and the sound that they're making, and really place a value on how good these guys actually are, or, or even their potential. You know, we got a lot of and young guys coming to the league, and we're not doing pro football uh, focus, or, you know, uh, numbers. No, we're doing basic, raw NFL numbers, man. We we doing that. Because yeah, there's too many guys, man. They they put this high value on all these guys. Get they get these huge contracts and they suck. Like Kirk Cousins is another. One. He's the basic. You know, I, huh? Kirk Cousins is basic as hell. Yeah, but but you know what? But I digress because if we would have been running almost like two hours as it is. We can save that for another show. You know, so this one to look forward to. We're going to try to bring you. Um, especially during our midweek show, some different content. We did what undoubtedly with that last year with our wrestling show, um, you know, bringing guests on and stuff like that. So we definitely want to, you know, diversify. You know, the Browns take up most of our time. This is a Browns town. Browns are always a hot topic, always going to be a polarizing topic. But, you know, people have other interests too. We have other interests. You know, we're well, me and Ron are well-rounded sports fans. We can talk about a little, you know, if we watch hockey enough, we can talk about that too if we got a hockey team, you know. So we're going to try to bring you a little bit more diversified content, try to get more um, um, our listeners included in our show. And that's why it's important for you guys to interact with us online, you know, on YouTube, leave comments. We reply. may not reply right away, but we definitely, once we see it, we will reply. Interact with us on, on Instagram. You know, you can DM us or you can comment on some of our posts. Let's make this interact. Let's make this fun. If you want a banner, if you disagree with us, say so, you know. And we may even bring you on the show. Um, and we can hash it out there. So, um, you know, before we go any further, man, did you have anything else that you want to add? I don't think so. Not, like I said, man, I'm exhausted. Like today was exhausting. Uh, it was mentally freaking exhausting. I, I, this whole weekend was exhausting. For me to, for me to, Sean thought I was going to go berserk today. Um, and I didn't. So I'm kind of, for me to tuck in my frustrations that way, for me to actually have a regular show today when I wanted to go ballistic like I just wanted to expose it, it did it took a lot of because I <laughs> I wanted to be the maddest dude ever but I you know I do understand a it is one game b we were right there with, with, with a Super Bowl champion we were right there and I think that Stefanski is smart enough to make the adjustments going forward so I, I'm not I'm not as but hurt as I might be with other coaches. And I, I want to give this team the opportunity to gel and, and the opportunity to figure it out, right? So that's me. That's where I'm at right now. And that might be different than the RP that you guys have seen who explodes right. and go crazy. But Oh, by the way, um, are we giving game balls today? 
No, we lost. I'm going to give one game ball. One. To Malik McDowell. He played well. Only because that kid he had played to play well. since 2016. He played Went well. to jail. Yeah, came out. Um, I made the start my team. And he played what? Well. He made some plays today on the interior of the line. I might, I might inflate a ball to give him a game ball. I think right. you're right. I'm going to give him a game. Because that's, that's huge, man. It comes from where he's come from. And we need to start celebrating that more, man. We always put the down these people uh, when they go astray, especially nah, that dude, that dude and stuff played. like that. But he he shows up and he played hard and he made tackles. He made a couple tackles, like he made a couple key tackles. Yes, too. Not just a dude that just showed up and played. He actually made a couple key plays that helped us uh, as we move. Exactly. Uh, well, other than that. Forward. So yeah, that that I, I can't I can't just look. They just showed this dude just boot that he just booted that part. Uh, the, the the punt catch he just booted it. Like there was no reason for him to boot it, but he booted it. Right. He yeah, cannot so get other, it. So other than other than Malik McDowell, nobody else gets a damn game ball today. Yeah, <laughs> F everybody, F everybody, F everybody else. Uh, because yeah. I'm mad. And now I'm watching these dumbass highlights, so I'm even more mad. So F everybody. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot the term before this came on. And what's up with, with Channel 3's logo? They got the most generic-looking logo, but it's like something from 1975. Like, what are y'all doing? It looked like a, it's just it's just a number three in the circle. Like, in the circle. Like, we playing pool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't watch it. Man, I haven't watched the local news. And I so don't long, watch, like I, I watch it by mistake. Huh? But you know, I just had it on here for some reason. I had, I had it right here. But you know, and it's awful because I'm mad because we had listen. They showing everything. This is why you don't even need to watch the local news. Y'all just need to tune in to us. We just told y'all everything that they about to show. <laughs> Then we, you know what? We, we didn't talk about that lucky ass play they had too, where Mahomes just flung the ball up and uh John oh, Johnson he didn't read John the ball. Johnson had good coverage, bro. Yeah, he that just didn't, he didn't, look, he didn't he didn't play the ball. And that's what they do. That's what that's what you know when you got those type of cats, that's what they do. I don't even want to hear what Sapansky listen. I'm not gonna turn up Sapansky's sound I'm, because he's just I'm not, not I'm and not listening not, to anything, I'm not listening to any type of sports talk. Um, I went here no press conferences. Got nothing. Oh, there's nothing that they can say that's gonna make me feel better about this game. Two, um, tomorrow on the radio is gonna be overreaction Monday. Yeah, y'all, everybody. I don't think that Sean and I are mad at the Browns. We're just mad that the Browns lost. We're angry at the Browns lost. We're we're Browns fans. So we're a little bit agitated, and we feel like we had every opportunity to win this game. We hate watching a game that we had in our grasp, and we let it go. Uh, stealing from Denny Green, we let him off the hook. We let him off the hook. Yo, if you want to crown him, crown him. Don't nobody win no damn Super Bowl in the first week. However, we let these guys off the hook. That's what happened, and it's okay. So moving forward, as we get ready for, like I'm, I'm, I'm almost like a football player at this point. 
So now we're uh, past the Chiefs. Let's just get ready for the Texans. Just get our minds squared away for for that. We're gonna be yeah, out. I, I tell you what, when when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm gonna go up, go get me a good workout in early, and then I'm done. This game is dead to me after that. It's like it gotta it's, be. It's dead. Like it has to be. the well on this. We gotta move forward. So ain't no yeah. point. And that's a great. That's a great uh, added for you to to put on your on your chest and your mantra and all that stuff. We we gotta move forward. We gotta keep it moving. It it is what it is. Right. So we lost today, fellas, um, ladies, and, and and men. We lost today. We lost, and we're okay with that for now. We ain't happy about it. But we got to take that L and we accept it. So you know, now, and, and I'm proud of myself today, man. I, I didn't have one drop of alcohol today. Not well, one. I can't say that. I, I know you can't. I, I already knew that when you called me. I'm like, this dude had about about six or seven, which is all good. Which was just okay. I had actually, actually, I didn't. You was just, you was expecting me to be more angry though. Like when you was I like, was. Yeah, I said that. That's why, because I was like, yeah, man. Uh, just let me know when you're ready, bro. <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I'm not doing this. So, the drinks that I had were very paced. It wasn't heavy. It wasn't over the top. I did. A, I did a very good job today. I didn't because I, I knew it was a late game, so I didn't want to overdo it, and I didn't want to get too, uh, you know, have too many drinks, and then miss the opportunity to talk or to do my. Uh, mid game uh, live. I don't know if any of you guys pay attention, but I did a mid game live thing. So you guys need to go and comment uh, so I can cut y'all out. So <laughs> but go ahead, you know, do that. <laughs> and then, uh, but going forward, man, hey, listen, I just, I appreciate everybody. I don't want to be uh, on for too much longer. I don't want to take up too much more time. Sean has work. I got work in the morning. So um, you guys, I love y'all. I appreciate you guys. Go Browns, as always, go Browns. Uh, and we will uh, reconvene in the middle of the week for our midweek show. Let's yeah, we, we'll do our, our Browns preview and we'll do our Ohio State. Pre- I think the Ohio State plays like Akron or somebody like that. I don't think it's a oh, big should win that game, I think. It depends on the defense. Right. Uh, but we'll have... <laughs> We'll have our, our game previews, and we're going to do our picks. We didn't do our picks this week. Um, yeah, we're going to bring that back. We're going to do so, picks. Right. We're going to do so, picks. So, we, uh, everybody, just just bear with us. We're, we're still getting the, 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 the bare bones of this situation together. But we're so ridiculously happy to be here. We're so ridiculously happy. And hey, look at the local news, man. Like, like the first 15 minutes of the local news is about the Browns losing. So hey, hey, I guess ain't nobody gets shot today with no shot, no shootings, no arson, uh, no nothing in the city of Cleveland today. It's all about the Browns losing the damn Chiefs. You know, if I'm gonna go ahead and turn this shit off <laughs> and, uh, and take my ass to bed, I don't <laughs> listen. I don't want to see no more. I, I, think I did. Sean is, is listen. This, this is why I thought to myself that Sean would be the the wild card. In this situation. 
he he just I just I think I jumped the gun. So I think we both needed this situation so that we could kind of tone ourselves back, pull ourselves back. Because we can't never just have for some reason we just can't have eternal happiness as Browns fans. You see, they look at they showed everybody tailgating earlier today. Everybody happy. The first game of the season, we coming off of uh, our first playoff win in forever. And what happens? So everybody's excited. And then everybody's what? excited. Got they, yeah, it's just, they're and saying how we invaded Kansas City. You have Browns fans everywhere. Everybody, it's almost like a holiday today. It was a, it was it was a, it was a, a football was holiday, a holiday today. today. And then we yeah. lose like. It doesn't feel like we lost in a regular fashion. It feel like we lost like Browns lose. Yeah, like exactly. It wasn't a regular loss. So it, it's always bad. But I tell you guys what, we will reconvene in the middle of the week. Just listen for us uh, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, Anchor on, for our audio. And then also on uh, the YouTube, click subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Please and thank you. And then we have the IG and our Facebook. So check us out. We ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep this thing going. And we're just getting started. So week one, we're a little bit frustrated. We got set, uh, 17 more uh weeks of this situation, including that bye week. That's why I, I want y'all to think I can't count. So <laughs> so you know bear with us, stick with us, and we're gonna make sure that we give y'all the best content possible of anybody who's doing anything that has to do with Cleveland sports, uh the Browns, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. I love y'all. Sean, I love you, bro. Thank you for I love you too, man. And you got a good thought to your week. Part of this we'll see you on the middle of the week. Peace. Peace out. You've just listened to Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Tune in to us later on this week as our midweek podcast. I will be streaming. Until then, peace.